Welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast. Each week we sit down and discuss our favorite lore topics from within the Destiny universe. Specifically, we intend to take a close look at a specific question that has been nagging us and potentially the Destiny community as a whole. To fulfill that, our discussions tend to assume that you already have some background in the Destiny lore. Despite that, our goal is to be as lighthearted and welcoming to everyone as possible. With that out of the way, let's dive into this week's topic. Like he... Yeah! Alright. Now recording. <laughs> Excellent. Like we are all now recording. Welcome to the Spinfoil yeah. Theory Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Alright, Groovy. Um... Remember, you are Clovis Bray. <laughs> I always well now that now that Elsie um Elsie Bray sounds in in um in, in at least like the in the English version sounds uh super duper British. Like before, like I feel like there was a hint, but the the actress um I I, I thought I thought she sounded like she did on The Walking Dead, sort of like you can hear it if you really listen for it, but like if not, it's just like okay, like you're not. I don't think you're. Um, but that, that just that's just my opinion on it. Uh, other people have been like, "Oh, I thought I thought she said like, okay, like maybe you did that. I'm <laughs> acting, you know." Um, he, here in Brazil, the voice actress that did the Exo Stranger on D one, and mm-hmm. she, she's dead. Oh, no. She died. She, she died that. last year. She Aww. she had she she had a a I I don't know how to say that. Uh, she was found unconscious at her house, but when they they took her to to the hospital, she she died. I gotcha. I gotcha. So, uh, yeah, that's sad to hear. It was very sad. Yeah, she was also the voice of Siri in The Witcher oh. Oh. here in Brazil, and huh. unfortunately, oh, really? she died. She was so young, thirty three years. Oh wow! Yeah, that hits. That hits home. That's right. That's right. My age, a little younger than me. Yeah. Uh. Wow. Uh. Yeah. So I'll start the show with a big uh, rest in peace. Shout out! I had no idea, but that's that's a that's a great loss. Like um, yeah. Uh, when when someone you're so familiar with, you end up spending so many hours with, even through their work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you're a fan of, uh, especially so tragically, like, like oh man. And my heart goes out to uh, Brazilian fans who probably feel this more than I ever will. So, um, I guess in Portuguese fans, well, I don't know if it's I don't know if they do a different recording between you guys and Portugal, do they, or is it the same? I I believe it's the same. It's the same. The same actors. Okay. It's not. It's not that much different. Uh, Brazilian Portuguese from Portugal Portuguese. It's uh, <laughs> some words, some some manners, but. Uh, basically, uh, we can in- understand each other very well. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. That makes me. That's what I figured, but I didn't want to like act like on assumptions. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to be. Oh <laughs> no! Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, everyone, that was a that was a fun little tidbit. Uh, yeah, hearts hearts go out. Um, but uh, you know, welcome to the Spinfoil Theory Podcast with your host Taylor B and the Bagels Hi. with our very special uh, friend, special guest all the way from Brazil, Edson, the Vanguard Brazil. Oh my god! Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> welcome. Uh, we're we're very 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 honored to uh, to have you on the show. 
Um, as as you may have heard, since I botched the earlier recording. <laughs> <laughs> the honor uh, is mine. Yeah, he's got us. He's got us so set up for success now. You guys, we have we have we have Craig. <laughs> um, Indeed. And we're not going to give any explanation as to what that is. You're just going to be like, I don't know, man. They've got Craig. <laughs> They're very pleased with Craig <laughs> and the work that Craig does. So it's a secret to everyone. Secret Craig. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, I I want to get us started here. Um, this uh, the theory chosen by our guest this week is very near and dear to my heart. It's um, on the basis that. The uh, hero and guardian, Praetith. Uh and he's at least my hero because he sent us gear. I, <laughs> I, 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 I enjoy a guy who finds himself trapped in in the conflicts of time and just decides, you know what? I'm just building guns and armor. Someone, someone's <laughs> gonna shoot you with it. Just you wait. I know, right? <laughs> um, and it makes me. Makes me super super happy uh, that that you selected this path, and it's 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 kind of like uh, as we mentioned earlier, it's it's sort of like Pradeth is technically trapped in this sort of a uh, Schrodinger's uh, box situation, where that he is in this constant loop of like living out his life till he dies, trapped inside the Vex network, and then starting over. So he's trapped in this like infinite time loop, and the reason we think this goes back to the um, cards in, or actually his ghost shells when we go back into the Vault of Glass in, in uh, the first uh, Destiny game. We go back in there and we find his body. Uh, well, what we believe is his body. We have no reason to not think it's his body. It's right next to one of the ghost shells and it's wearing his uh, his warlock garb. Um, mm. Well, it's presumably warlock garb. It could just be someone else who enjoys a nice robe. Um <laughs> If we're going to be super technical about it, but uh, but yeah, um, <laughs> we find we find a number of ghosts, and the idea is all these ghosts are Praydeath's ghost shell. Like he recorded these messages that have different potential futures in them, mm-hmm. and like they're verified uh, through Icora. They're like that is his shell, that is his recording, um, and it's in like a, in in a way, I think it kind of br- brought uh, potentially undid some of what the. Vault of Glass did to him in his erasure. Like, know how he's like in like the margins of uh of things now, like erased from many records, but like you might see like he commented on something or like something weird. Mm-hmm. Like this guy who doesn't exist, like did something here. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh and and it relies on that because then when we move forward into D2, we have the book Aspect, which has the Ishtar collective simulations, or what's left of them find uh, uh, find Praetith in one of these uh, loops that he's trapped in, and they work together to send the ghost shells and the armor back to us. And so you, they send it back in time. So, like, that was happening concurrent with uh, with the events in D2, like, while we were having it, like, while they are inside the Vault of Glass. So it's, like, a really cool, like, uh, almost like Benjamin Button, like, reverse interaction thing going on um like because their future is going to continue to interact with our past like yeah it'll be cool um but yeah that's that's the basis of it is that as long as he's in the vault of glass he is both alive and dead like multiple times over at least the dead part multiple times over yeah Uh 
And uh, with that, I'm going to pass it off to uh, to Bagels and, and the guest here. So please, guys, let yeah. me know what you think. So a um, couple quick thoughts. Uh, first off, it's uh, the lore book aspect is just cool in general, just on the basis that you've got uh, Praetith, who... Um, Bamf. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's pretty legendary, at least at least amongst the uh, lore community. Most likable warlock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, so just just having that interaction from between him and the multiple copies of the Ishtar Collective team that are floating around in the Vex network, just just those interactions are pretty awesome, and just how Praetith is sending messages to them. Uh, essentially on a on a like handcrafted radio <laughs> to, um, that he's able to punch through uh, into that their sections of the Vex network, and eventually he gets to know the the Ishtar Collective teams pretty well, and it actually can distinguish them just due to the time spent that he uh, w- he has with those those various teams. And so what it seems to me like is we have got a singular Praetith in that in the board book uh book aspect that we encounter uh throughout and then you've got the multiple teams uh for for the ishtar collective that he is uh basically having conversations with um and then conversely to that uh when in d1 when we go into the vault of of glass and i think it's in after post taken king if i'm not mistaken um, uh yeah, yeah it's, we a, go... it's a side mission called paradox yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and so um yeah we go in there and we find various copies of Praetus ghosts and like taylor pointed out they are um legitimate copies of Praetus ghosts so at some point he sent out his ghost and recorded these messages of possible features and so that we would have warnings about those possible. Events. Oh, see, see, I, I read it. I read it. I, I, I was actually thinking of it a little differently. Like he lives out his life, and then he leaves this recording right before he dies each time. So he's not sending out his ghost. It's that like that's what he does with like the last bit of his life. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I. I that's entirely. Yeah. That's entirely fair. So. Yeah, we can run with mm-hmm. that. Um, but, uh, ev- eventually, uh, once you get far enough into the vault, we get back to the, I think that enclosure is like the vault within the vault. <laughs> I don't know if it has a technical term or not, but, uh, it's, uh, just like an enclosed, uh, locked off door that, uh, when you first encounter it, there's a, there's a chest in there in the, in the vault of glass raid. Uh, mm-hmm. but when we later encounter Praetith, uh, in, in that mission, we, we find him dead in in there uh and basically um so the the crux here is that we've got essentially two over overlapping praetus uh that we can directly uh directly know of b- via the the lore and so what i i would make an argument for is that as we know the vault of glass as the confluence of time uh, confluence in the term and the common terminology in real life is a as uh, a collection of rivers coming together uh, at the minimum minimum of two rivers. Uh, those two rivers then, um, or multiple rivers, uh, as I suspect the uh, vault of glass is, basically combine together uh, and um, make make a confluence. And the confluence of time. 
uh, I have to imagine, basically is the merging of a, 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 a st- multiple streams of time in a single location. So instead of um, basically having timelines that are distinct and separate from one another, they basically um, uh, almost collide with another one another or overlap very closely with one another. Um, and so what we've got here is we can encounter Predith in our singular timeline because we basically cannot see outside of our own time stream. Uh, the Vex can, but we cannot. And then we've got Pradith, who's alive and well. Well, I don't know about well, but uh, <laughs> in his own own timeline, communicating with the Ishtar Collective, um, and basically, um, basically in his own distinct timeline. But since they're very close together, he was able to send out messages that made it out to uh, uh, the timeline that we experienced. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's kind of my thought process. Yeah, uh, Sir, Sir Sir Edson, what? How, uh... What the what what made this stick out to you? Like, uh, why? Uh, what are your thoughts yeah, on the theory here? I I I really can't agree with the way of thinking about the about being. It's a really interesting idea. We saw that we uh, we were when we faced Atheon. We he sent us to the past of Venus to the future of Venus, I believe that the predator of our is dead. The, mm-hmm. the corpse, that skeleton, prob- probably. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the predator that is with Star Collective, it's another time. We saw that earlier this week with this a stranger she said that she, another time I'm not spoiling anything <laughs> <laughs> we are four days from and the this lamp, is, yeah, after the yeah, lamp you could, for god's you sake and, and it's not like they didn't have to listen to this before they finished playing it's this just, is going to be oh this god. will be there they'll be fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> I hope so so um I think that it's pretty much sums what is happening. He's really alive, at him, but not at the same timeline. He experienced it. I can agree with that. Uh, at each each of of each ghost we found at the vault could be a initial place of his one of these one of his death death. I believe yeah. that he has no. I don't. I, you know. I want to. I want to know from you guys. Do you believe that he still have a ghost? So. Yes, I. I because if if I'm understanding correctly, that's that's part of. Um, that's I, I. I believe that's part of aspect. Is he's talking about how his uh, he he he. Uh, refers to his ghost. I, I don't believe it's dead yet in that timeline. If I recall correctly. Oh. Um but it's it's he, waning, right? He's he's like again. he's worried, if I recall correctly, he's worried at the beginning of aspect that he's uh he like he he doesn't think his ghost could res him. 
is where I think he was at. I don't know that his ghost was gone yet, though, because I think the ghost was also his primary means of communication. Uh, okay, and uh, Deontic, the part of the I'm aspect. So, I'm going to feel so dumb if I'm completely wrong. <laughs> um, Let me see. Um, uh, I'm just reading through here. Okay, uh, he has three guns, two disassembled down to their casings for parts. Two boxes of physical ammo and one of Amalon energy cells he's been using to power his radio. He stripped his armor down long ago. He made a comm unit from his helmet and pulled fi fine coils of wire from the conductive pads on his gauntlets and steel plating from his boots. In his pockets, he's got lint and the wrapper from a candy pahinin tossed at his head half an hour before they entered the vault. It's worn yeah. soft and folded into the shape of a crane. No ghost. Her loss is one one thing he has never gotten used oh, to after fuck. all this time in the vault. He still oh. wakes up some days expecting the small weight of her on his shoulder. So oh, well, I'm completely off and conflating with something else then. <laughs> um, I, might I, have I to edit that out so I look like less of an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, the, it's the ghost of Asher. He, be, he believed that his ghost could Oh, the other guy uh, trapped in the Vex network. Him. At least I don't feel so dumb yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel as dumb, but I'm going to leave it in then because my pride can take this much. <laughs> but but we're, we're drawing, drawing a fine don't, line there. Don't be too hard on yourself. I am. I am. That's I'm going to be mistake. very hard on myself. I should, <laughs> I'm so um, but okay, okay. Now that, now that we have the right of it, um, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Now that we have the right of it, um, I, you know, I, well, this is an interesting thing. Now, across timelines, at least Vex timelines, he's still in the Vex network. He's just left the timeline he was in. Um, as far as we know, he may have exited it, depending on what, what's on the other side of that portal, uh, that, 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 that he goes through. But, um, I guess since we know this Praetor's ghost is gone, but we also know that not every Praetor loses their ghost because otherwise, like at very least, uh, Bagels, I think the uh, the ghost that was next to the body um, that we find in the uh, Vault of Glass, we could say like that was probably recorded before it, like right before Praetor died, right? Like at least like that one, I feel like is like a yeah. safe bet. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, so. so not not every Praetith loses his ghost, so or and not every Praetith has a lost or dead ghost. So what if not every ghost is dead, but it might not have a Praetith? What if he gets paired up with another one? That's interesting. It's it's theoretically possible. We've never obviously encountered a guardian losing their ghost and then getting a ghost from a timeline. Um, yeah, it, right. It depends depends on how ghost interactions work exactly. If they're if the intrinsic tie between the guardian and their ghost is so tight that that's impossible, I could see that that going that way. It's also entirely possible that because uh, because essentially it's the same guardian and ghost, they could immediately just hook up again. We we really don't have enough information to go off of there. The only other situation I can think of that even kind of comes close is like Saint Fourteen, but he 
but he didn't lose the ghost in the in the uh forest infinite forest when we when we encountered him there and saved him from the mind so <laughs> well we we stopped it we stopped him yeah. from it we essentially yeah, rescued but his... if, if i if if i if I if yeah, go go for it. Yeah, we please. found in in another mission, and then after that we saved him. But he still have his ghost. There is a the the most recent lore released by Bungie. I well, I think so, um website it's Imolan. Oh yeah, oh, on this yeah. on this on this lord, uh, uh, Sagira talks about Chipeto. He is the ghost of Saint Fourteen, so mm -hmm. his ghost is still alive. But uh, I don't know how I feel about his ghost being called Chipeto. Him, we found uh, Chipeto's ghost shell. So I don't know if it was an alternate time or if Chipeto was in a state similar to Sagira. The beginning of the curse of Osiris needs some fixing. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, the Geppetto is uh, is really. I I, I kind of think of it differently. Um, essentially, when we involve time travel on Mercury and the Sundial, I I, I personally kind of throw that into an entirely different category, just on the basis that I'm thinking that it's an on karma. Amkara heart in the center of the sundial. It's up for debate still, obviously. Well, um, and 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 the mode of of time travel is completely different, right? Yeah. So, like the what's going on in the sundial, I think I think we'd all agree is kind of like the uh, the H.G. Wells time machine. Like you stay in one spot, and time moves around you, oh. as opposed to like a vex gate where you move between times. Yes. Yeah, if you if you look at the if you remember the the effect, the sundial, you stay you stay you stand still, and the the environment around you that changes, mm -hmm. not yep. you. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice cat. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I never thought about this. Oh my god. <laughs> so. So it's like it's two different it's two different methods of achieving like a similar thing. Yeah. Uh for sure. So it's 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 really interesting. So I feel like you know with with the vexgate nature I if we found cuz we've also inside the vex network seen saints grave, right? So if we're saying that like saint was probably in a similar situation until we like welcomed him back out of the Vex network. He was both like alive and dead until we opened the Vex network and looked. <laughs> and I again, I think that's we're looking at I think we're still looking at somewhat of a timeline um differentiation there. Um I, I since we're talking about Amkara uh, when when we're talking about the sun, sundial, I'm I, I'm going to take that for granted for the sake of this argument. Um, then, I the way I've always interpreted Amkar um, wishes working is that they essentially mash timelines together. 
so you've got um it, it's kind of like the vaults of glass and that you've got multiple time streams coming together in the same place but in the instead of like multiple or like a series of timelines it's just two that are being mashed together in the case of uh Ankara. so what i've i've always imagined is that essentially we um we inserted ourselves into the the or one way or the other, we either inserted ourselves into the time stream that Saint was in back then, or we, uh, or the Saint's timeline was inserted into ours. However, that works out exactly, <laughs> but uh, it's time travel, so it gets a little bit wonky to try and figure out <laughs> mentally and put gymnastics together. But uh, <laughs> it's it's still it's it's a little bit different. Um, yeah, if that makes sense. I think it does. I think it does. It's it's different. It's different components at play, but I think just the just the fact that uh, you know, one um, his uh, shotgun mm-hmm. is the one that we find from his grave. Is I mean, now some might say that's not like a canonical gun anymore, but it's in our collections. The collections are like a canon thing. I believe that we have. Um, whether or not we use all the guns in there, like I believe that is like a thing in universe that like exists for guardians, um, especially with uh, you know programmable matter and, uh, right. and all the different all the different <laughs> things uh, that go along with that. Um, so, and to be fair, that that is its own entry. Um, so, if like just to just to say that, like going back to the being trapped in a loop. Now, obviously you can read that a million different ways. Like that's a different like timeline of uh, Saint 14 that we found um, or the one that we rescued is a different timeline. Uh, but I, I think, I think in that, in those instances, we actually stayed within it when, when we time traveled, not, not Saint necessarily, but when we time traveled, I think we, we stayed within a single contiguous timeline just because uh, as you pointed out, um, uh, as you guys have both like sort of like commented on the idea that like we're we're staying in the same spot and then time moves around you, mm-hmm. so I think in in that method of time travel you're staying in the same the same timeline, um, like at least like pretty like with with a, a, a lot more certainty than the Vex network at least, um, <laughs> right? And I, I I would say that where the comparison would really fit is while Saint is trapped in the Vex network. He, it just it just like we we successfully opened the box in that case. We just haven't done it for Prey Death yet. Sure. That would suck if we opened yeah, it and but, it was yeah, like but, on a dead but, wolf. Yeah, but <laughs> in the case of Saint 14, I think it, it's a little bit different because he wasn't exactly trapped in in a, in the Vex network. He died when he was confronted with the Marty mine, I believe. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um, and Predith, it he was erased. I I believe he was erased when they entered the vault. We we all know the story. Kabir, mm-hmm. Pahanin, and Pahanin and Predith, and Saint was to. Uh, uh, gone to Mercury to find Osiris, but he ended dying in the the Infinite Forest, in an instance of the Infinite Forest. Not exactly a Vex a Vex 
vault or a vex prison like the mm -hmm. the one Pradith is in. But I understand that it could be similar to that. In case in the in Pradith's case, we he has no ghost. At least this Pradith from Aspect Lore book that could be mm -hmm. another million of Pradith in the <laughs> Vex network. But this this yeah. one has no ghost. Uh -huh. But a garden with no ghost um, can get another ghost. We have a precedent with that. Sure. Where? I, uh, we have to do a little bit of stretch here, but let's go. <laughs> with a, with, with, a, with a, do you mean uh, with, a, with Shin? It's the, yeah, Shane Malfour. Shane Malfour. So we, yes. we've done an episode about that, uh, um, and and... I came to the conclusion that I think they're just hanging out because I believe that Shin's um, ghost was Tianchi from Ghost Stories. And so his ghost is dead. He was a yeah. guardian, and he's a guardian who's never died hanging out with another dead guardian's ghost. But I don't think that ghost can raise Shin. I think they just like are friends and talk to each other. Maybe he opens doors for him. I think he could still get that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I don't. I, I. I don't know. I. I think we need to cue Shim to prove that. <laughs> let's, let's. Hey Shim, come over here. We need. Hey Shim, come over here. We need to test something. It, it's gonna be quick or not. <laughs> oh my! I, I, what I love about this, what I love about this, is just the conversation when he stays dead, and then the then like uh uh the the ghost comes up, uh, Jared's ghost, and he's just like, "Why would you? I'm not even his ghost. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? I've never even healed him. Have you spent any time with Shin? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, um." <laughs> Well, serious now. Um, um, <laughs> I use it to think that she could be resurrected, resurrected by uh, Jaren's ghost because he still can use the light. Um... And a guardian without a ghost. I well, I I wonder. I wonder because we have we have some other other instances. I think in the lore of. Guardians without ghosts still using it's, the light. Eris have no ghost. Eris has no ghost, but she also uses the darkness. Yeah, she, yeah. That, she uses like hive magic, <laughs> like that. She's her own thing. Yeah, I, I think we should exclude Eris from any conversations about uh, guardians uh, without light because she. Yeah, I, I her I think, witch is is kind of throws a whole monkey wrench into her situation. Well, I think. I think Shin talks about him having one life in Man with No Name or one of the recent lore books that uh, that feature him um, when they kind of closed out the uh, the Dwindler's Ridge Dredgen mm -hmm. uh, plot. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think he talks about that he's got like that one life to to burn out, um, and it's it's also really interesting because uh, even if he can die, he's proof that guardians can age or at least grow up. So maybe they don't like decay, but they do grow, uh, which is which is which is like a super cool like thing. Um, I also think uh, you know there's like I think Saladin is shown to age, but like that's that's my opinion. I've had I've had people uh, 
I think successfully bring up uh, counterpoints to that because that's just based on uh, like my how I think things look in the cutscenes. <laughs> so that's, that's a that's a little more I think uh, I think uh, an, an argument uh, to be made there. But um, I do agree. I, I just pulled up a man with no name, uh, yeah. and in there it does address uh, the man nodded 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 at Judson addressing his ghost. Do you see how he never gives up? Because he knows this one life is all he has. No fear. So that's that's the direct reference to it. Um, so, um, I would tend to wait, agree. Wait. Uh, that's wait, uh, from wait, Home Part Part Four. Is man uh, with no name. Man yeah. with no name. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. I, I tend to agree that um, it's probably not Shin's Shin's ghost, and therefore he probably can't be resurrected. So, and um, if you look at the beginning of Dwindler's Ridge, um, and the amount of people who could potentially be his father in the Tianchi ghost stories, um, it matches up perfectly. Like he has the exact number of fathers. Uh, if you go into yeah. Jaren Ward, sure. Uh, mm-hmm. be- between those two stories, sure. Yeah. Okay, no ghost for Brandis. But this is what's different, right? This is what's different. Like I it's like so is it is it Oh it, I, is yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can be different because yeah. uh, the ghost that is with Sheen now was from Jaren, but right. we we haven't talked about we haven't talked about a ghost with no guardian. Well, I was actually thinking about if he ran into his ghost from another timeline mm-hmm. that wasn't dead yet, but oh. say like he was dead in that timeline, so they're just mismatched. But it's the same, the same ghost, same guardian, just different timelines came together. Would that ghost be able to res him? Do you think? And uh, maybe, <laughs> oh, yeah, I, uh, right? I, 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 I wish to say yes, but. <laughs> They can at least be. Good I, I'm gonna friends. say yes. Like... I'm gonna say yes. 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 It can because technically, technically, it's the same guardian. I I, I don't think that each predator from each timeline has a different signature, a different light signature, so to speak. Exactly. That's exactly I, because I, yeah. I, I'm I'm going that way. I, I'm going to that way. Mm-hmm. I I think it's possible, but if. Uh, if there is no ghost for Predith, we can still use the darkness. <laughs> yes. Give him some stasis, some uh, 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 that little that little pet that the Exo Stranger had. One I don't know what the hell is that flying over <laughs> her shoulder. And... Oh yeah, the hey, thing that hey Predith, like come here. Hey Exo Stranger, give me one of that pet you have. A... I will. <laughs> <laughs> to this old man here. I would, I would like a robot uh, stingray, please. Yes, yes. The more cuddlefish yeah. looking, the better. <laughs> yeah, no. It that thing was creepy, and you never saw it again. And it was hanging yeah. out with, uh, with the stranger. Uh, the Drifter, so like the Stranger, the Drifter, and Eris all are aware of whatever the hell that was. And no one has said anything about <laughs> where it went, what it's doing, who it belongs to. 
What happens in Europa stays in Europa. <laughs> uh, everything is legal in Europa. It's the it's the uh, it's the um, I'm giving a shout out to uh, to Orchid on on this on this one on this joke because it's the New Jersey of Destiny's Hamilton. <laughs> everything is legal on Europa. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. um... I think, <laughs> I think that this is one of the ways that Predith can still persist with a ghost from another timeline or using the darkness or I don't know, maybe becoming an exo. No, no, that's a bad idea. And, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I really think that we're going to see him at, at, the, at Destiny at some point. I, I think agree. that it's, it's not for... It, what, how can I say that? Um, Vought of Glass is coming back. Yeah. To me, this lit up a, sign, a, a signal the mm-hmm. size of Europa. <laughs> and I think that the Vault of, Gla- Vault of Glass will play a major, major role in the future lore of Predith. And oh, yeah. even build upon that, the no time to explain exotic pulse rifle is intrinsically tied to Praedith as well. If you yeah. uh, if you work on the catalyst for the for the weapon, one of the steps is called soon. And mm-hmm. from the D1 lore, what's carved yeah. into the side of no time to explain is soon. So all of this is making me believe that. Praedith is coming back in the very new, near future. Like we've we've got we've got the vault, we've got the stranger's rifle. It just everything is is seemingly to point exactly towards Praedith right now. Uh, it's like a lensing effect directly in his direction. <laughs> yeah, I I, I can't there wait to see. A... Yeah, I'm sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, thank you, thank you. Um, I I was just gonna say like I, I can't wait to see what they run with that because right now depending on how that expresses itself. If we're going back to Venus, um, there's a multiplicity of things we could be running into there. We might run into the House of Light doing stuff. Um, We might run into uh, just the (laughs) different, different factions of Vex now fighting because we, uh, we went and uh, messed in the, uh, in the garden of uh, sorrows. Um, like there's just like a, that that whole landscape is going to be different, and yeah. I'm super duper here for it. But I also really like the idea of Praedev coming out and immediately like, yeah, no, hang out with Mithrax now. He's he's my buddy. <laughs> We're gonna go just get into adventures. Maybe do a web comic. <laughs> You guys have fun. We're we're just gonna go. Yeah, no, you do your thing. We're gonna. I've I can't even anymore. I was in there for so long. I'm just gonna go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm personally of the opinion that uh, the vault isn't going to be on on Venus. I think it's either going to be on Nessus or Europa, depending on how everything else plays out. Um, they they both can make sense because the Vex are present on Nessus already. And Dessus didn't get vaulted, obviously, so that that's sticking around for some reason. Um, but uh, it makes it makes thematical sense that it's it's on either planet as well, because the the Vex 
um, are clearly agitated by something on Europa. The, the Vex we... are agita. Like, so I, I have to imagine that they're going to pop through somewhere with the vault and try and basically, I think they're going to try and correct for what we're probably recorrecting on your right now. That's that's why the stranger is reinvesting into our line because some something went awry as she previously indicated um, after the season of the undying, where um, where basically something went awry in our timeline and now darkness is in our future. So we're trying to re- redirect our timeline away from uh, essentially pure pure darkness. So yeah, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, maybe 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 uh, we. We're gonna access the Vault of Glass through Europa too. We have a mm-hmm. Vex portal there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah. everything's everything's possible. Uh, the portal that Clovis Bray used to access the Forge Star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everything's possible with that portal. It's <laughs> <is> very true. <laughs> that is such. I I really like. I know a lot of people want to go there. I do not want. Forge star. I feel like that story ends with that star like not being maintained the way they've been maintaining it, just because they have to fight us. Because hmm. we will not. Because I, I, I'm sorry. Like, have we? Like, I don't think canonically our our guardian has gone anywhere and seen a vex and didn't just shoot it on sight. Except for the one time we were shooting it, but we couldn't kill it, and then it turned out it was trying to communicate to. Uh, <laughs> to um, fail safe. To to throw a a little bit of curveball at that, uh, there is a friendly harpy in in Europa. I encountered it the other day, just doing something random, where there's a harpy, it's in the Nexus. It's the the captain. That's that's supposed to be the same one. I don't think so. I think think that's supposed to be the same one. I mean, it could be. Don't don't get me wrong. Captain Jack Jacobson on Europa? (laughs) <laughs> don't get me wrong. It how we? How did he get there? <laughs> he can just fly. Oh my god. He's got. He doesn't need. Oh my god! You're right. He can just Dumb fly. Reason. He doesn't need. He doesn't need no ship. <laughs> he's the captain now. He's, he's on. He's chartered his own course. He's getting out there. It's he's faster feeling... than my ship. Oh my god. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's been like a couple years. He's been making the journey, so I don't. <laughs> I think his ship gets there a little faster. Oh my. Yeah, he... Yeah, vex to arrive there. Well, I mean, that area went through a Vex, a vex uh, gate. Oh, it's... a Vex gate. Okay. It's, it is Everything is explained with a Vex gate. <laughs> we can explain everything in Destiny with a Vex gate and timelines. I, I feel like it's, it's so like, everyone's like, oh, the story's gonna like, they can really do in the story they can be like oh by the way here's also oryx and everyone else you hate <laughs> again you just fight them all you have a vex gate <laughs> you're going into a different timeline now you, you yeah can... go remember how you did it that one season of the undying you kept fighting every version of that mind just just go yeah you're gonna do that with all your yeah. previous enemies that's how yeah, they explain yeah. reopening uh raids yeah, you gotta cl- cleanse the uh, other timelines of, of these enemies and purify them so that the darkness just always loses. <laughs> well, it, it, it kind of makes me... 
that kind of makes me wonder if we'd get in a situation where we where we uh, we tip things too far. Too far. Uh huh. Yeah. Because like, how many times does the darkness actually win across infinite timelines? And if timelines are infinite, does it really matter who wins? Like, because you never actually have a half of a of a never ending stream of things, right? Correct. If, if if something's infinite, there is no half. Uh, all, all Man, that's deep. <laughs> oh oh, thank you. <laughs> then I just feel like we're being stubborn. <laughs> like yeah. A little too crusady for my tastes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But uh, so like, back yeah. to Kratos. Do you do you guys? I have a I have a question. Do guys believe that he he can be become a vendor, a NPC, or at some place I don't know Venus, Vex portals. So, <laughs> so that's that's a very interesting question. Do I think he could? Yes, but I I would really wonder what like where like who is he. Yeah. And why does he want to stay wherever he's at? Unless, like, unless he becomes a vendor for <laughs> as far away from the Vex as he can possibly get, and so now he's your vendor to fight the Cabal at the edge <laughs> of the system. Let's 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 put him on the farm. Oh, we have no farming. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. What I'm currently leaning towards is that he's kind of our guide as far as the Vault of Glass coming back. Uh, he basically sees something. Or saw something in, in his experience while in the vault, uh, fights finds his way out, and basically tells us, "Yeah, you need to go back in to prevent this future sort of." Thing. I would. I I just hope he doesn't have to be on the place where the the Vex are. I hope he gets to go back to the tower and like sit next to Ikora, like sipping some tea. <laughs> sure. Maybe sure, having yeah. some ramen and just like existing far, far away from the Vex. And oh my god, I hope she doesn't build another Vex gate right there if that's where he hangs out. <laughs> if... <laughs> he would freak out. Oh my god, what are you building, woman? <laughs> Why would you build that right here? Of all places. Why here? <laughs> Brady grabs a hammer and begins hammering. <laughs> I, I, I have uh, to destroy that. Oh my god. Yeah. I would I really I really want to take it take it to the next level because I really would want Pradith in that speech to call up all the vo the OSHA violations um from when they did it during the season of the undying. It's like you don't even have he's not tied down to anything and no railing. Like what is it? he could just fall. <laughs> he's not a guardian. <laughs> This is what are you even doing here? How did you get this approved? <laughs> oh, I, 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 I remembered two two things about Pradith. One one isn't exactly about Pradith, but I think it's him. It's an mm -hmm. adventure at Nessus that uh, the Vex kidnap Failsafe and. Okay. At the end of the mission, uh, she she said that she was talking with someone that was trapped with her. Mm -hmm. he, yeah, he. She said that she was talking with him for ten years. Oh, uh, that'd be that'd be cool if he came out on Nessus. And so I, 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 
I was I was on doubt if she was talking about Osiris, but Osiris wasn't trapped. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I discarded Osiris. So I think, oh my god, could be Praedith. I like that. Praedith is like trapped. That. trapped. And the other thing I remember that is that Praedith saw the Exo Stranger on the many timelines. That's how he designed the the Xtranger rifle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I don't remember what piece of floor is that. He's, he, he, he saw her through many timelines and the only thing that remains the same in the, those very timelines he saw, it was the rifle. Mm. And I, 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 I remember to, this, these two pieces from him now. I think it was well. Actually, I actually wonder. So the 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 no time to explain that we have now is not the one we received before. We know that Pradith has met with uh, a at least a version of the stranger, and we know that the stranger where we've interacted with is not from our timeline. Mm -hmm. So where's our Elsie Bray? So I. I think that uh, based on the based on the Clovis diary and Clovis log logbook, and the secret that great secrets uncovered, <laughs> I think it was last week. Last oh, week. that that the end of the the, the yeah the end of the book. Uh, I think that our Elsie Bray is dead. I, I don't remember. I, I, I think that's kind of where I, I'm leaning as well. Um, I read but, about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was kind of leaning. Oh towards my the... god! Spoilers. It's not <laughs> right? spoiler. It's a. No, no, it's not spoiler. The 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 blog article. It's it's live on Bungie.net. Yeah, mysterious logbook. Yeah. Yep. So it shows the end of Clovis's journal. Uh, that we we encountered the first parts within the collector's edition uh, expands on that. So yeah, I I tend to agree. Um, though, let's see, can't. All right. I can't remember if there's anything final. Like there's just an absolute death of of Elsie or the Exo Stranger, however you want to point. But. Uh, yeah. There is a a a conversation uh Clovis with Sunderash. Let me let Yes. Me, <laughs> let me find. He the, says, the one in the middle. I had the strange to kill my own granddaughter. I will certainly have no trouble killing you. Well, he blows up her ship. Um, as as she's coming to basically either disable the portal to the the uh, yeah. Forge Star or to uh, somehow destroy the Forge Star, but um, it's it's I kind of get the impression that he intended to bring her back again, though I'm I'm a little bit fuzzier there, because uh, he still had the the copy of her memory pre. Yeah. Um, pre before she went to talk to her sister, before Elsie went to talk to her sisters, and basically Elsie finds out that 
Clovis is using um, the darkness uh, and Vex mind fluid in order to create Exo. So Elsie gets upset about that. Elsie gets on a ship with uh, some sort of neontic weapon, is what it's referred to, uh, in order to either destroy the Forge Star or destroy the. Um, and basically, Clovis shoots her down. That's, yeah. that's kind of my synopsis of that. That's, that's correct. Mm. <laughs> well, I guess that would be like real Elsie, but that doesn't. I guess I was thinking. I guess along the lines of what of what you were thinking, since they had uh, sort of uh, gotten a much better level of the uh, the mind recording, like not our real Elsie, our potential like stranger, if that makes sense. Sure, sure, makes sense to me. Because if he has the copy of yeah. her, he could still try to do the uh, the procedure multiple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. possible everyone is waiting for a cage copy <laughs> oh my god I please stop copy. please no i don't want kate copy because kate w- won't be our friend exactly he uh, I want to come out and say, hey who are you i never right. saw you I want him to come out, I want him to be kind of a jerk, and I want him to not be our friend, so everyone really regrets <laughs> the decision to, to beg Bungie oh, to bring him back. Right? To bring oh, back Kate yeah. Seven. yeah. Oh, now I want that. I want that now. Yeah. <laughs> that explanation, I, will, I, will. I want that. I want that. Please give me that. Mm-hmm. It yeah. makes for a fantastic point of conflict with our band, just seeing a, a familiar face that is now our enemy sort of thing. Uh Either via Cade or via just any past acquaintances that essentially turn to the dark side's thought process. Those those type of story arcs can be very very compelling. So I, I look forward to anything like that. Yeah. Same, same. <laughs> and I love that from like the the bad guys' perspective, they're like, "No, fuck you. I have no food. Fuck you. I, I don't know you. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't know you." Yeah, you're not a friend. <laughs> I don't know you anything. And um especially with the uh with the uh with the potential uh Cade spin up mm-hmm. um that yeah, it's it's not only has like nothing to do with us, but like it's probably going to be a much darker version of Cade than what we we ran into. Exactly. Just because that's full on like operator Cade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's put him as a raid boss. <laughs> we can just hook his brain up to the Commodore. I, I could see him as, like, the boss proceeding. Um, I mean, if it actually is, like, Clovis, that's the, the raid boss. I'm not arguing that that's likely at this point. Um, but, but if it were Clovis as the final raid boss, Cade as an intermediary raid boss would be very, very good. <laughs> I, I could completely buy into that. Mind-blowing. <laughs> Kate is a mid-boss who actually, like, talks a big game, but kind of sucks at his job. <laughs> right? <laughs> but, yeah. Uh... So, um, I guess that kind of leads us back to Praetith. And, 
I guess we want to break for a quick commercial, Taylor. Oh let's yeah, break. yeah. Um, let's break. Let's break for a quick commercial. Since the dawn of time, there have been storytellers who teach through their stories. These myths give rise to fundamental truths, and these truths shape our collective experience. Yet these myths are not something of the past, and today they engage us more fully in the story itself. Video games allow us to live the lives of our favorite myths. My name is Blue Crew 86, host of Focus Fire Chat, and I want to invite you to explore our modern-day myths with us. Join with us as we explore the stories, the mythologies of the Destiny franchise, as well as other games. Let's explore together. And now we're back from outer space. <laughs> Just tuned in to find you here with that said look upon my face. <laughs> but uh, so for me, guys, uh, one one thing I have to I have to keep in mind with uh, with Pradith is as we've agreed that a lot of our interactions to get Saint out of the Vex network took place out of the Vex network to actually change his future, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Because our interactions with Praedeth have been completely in the Vex network, even if we get one Praedeth out, does that mean that we get him out? Or is he, like, still infinitely in there? Oh my god. Stop doing that. (laughs) Um, I would tend to believe that the rest of the copies would still be in there, dead or alive. Well, but that's that's yeah. it though. They're they're not copies. Yeah, for for lack of a better word, I guess alternative alternative Praetus? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, the, essentially they're alternative timeline Praetus. Uh, I Copies is is the incorrect word to use. You are correct. Um, yeah, uh, it feels it feels like if one escapes, the rest would still have to remain, but. Um, due to the properties of the vault, if one escapes the confluence of time, do all escape the confluence of time? That's an excellent question um, that I doubt we'll get the answer to. <laughs> well, well, I will, I, I will I, submit this. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, no. Yeah, go you, for it, go for it. Talk. You go for it. You're my guest. <laughs> okay. I, I, I... I have a a different approach of that. I think sure. that the if one Praetith leaves, it's a new state. It's a state that doesn't exist in in any time in any timeline. We don't we don't have a free Praetith. And if this happens, it will break the the the, the loop, break the cycle. The circle, and I think that if one leaves, all the others leave too. Because we have the pre- dead Praedith, trap the Praedith, but we don't have a free Praedith. I'm, I'm, I'm being I'm, clear. I'm picking I'm, up what you're putting down. I am. Uh, I, I think. I think I'm hearing you because I think that's how I tend to agree. So. With with Praetith, I think when we take him out, it because they can't. I think what they're actually doing is how they've created multiple timelines for Praetith is because he's trapped in there. They're just going back to a point within the vault that they already had him trapped, 
and then making him live that out that life because they can't simulate him. So it's like the next best thing. You just make this one guy just keep doing stuff then until you effectively could simulate him. I think that's part of what, why they're running him through the ringer like that. Sure. Okay. Um, and so if he's removed from that loop, they can't simulate him again. They can't trap him. You know what I mean? Like they have to get him back in there somehow. And I, that, yeah. I, I'm very, very much inclined to agree. Yeah, it'll break, it'll break the cycle. That's totally yeah. fair. Hmm. Now, the Ishtar Collective, not so lucky. Yeah, those those copies exist um, just out in the Vex network. <laughs> Infinitely. Yeah. Infinitely. Yeah. Once they went inside the Vex network, they were essentially condemning themselves to... <laughs> To one form or another, being trapped in there for eternity, essentially being tortured. Well, I guess not always, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Enough times that it it matters. (laughs) I understand. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. That's some some free-range truth for you right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, copies are the better word for the Ishtar Club. Because there are a limited set of those, they aren't. Uh, it's, it's not like um, it's not like Praetith where the Vex aren't simulating them. The Vex actively, or, or Vex unit actively simulate those individuals from the collective and create. Right. Essentially, those copies were created as a result of that. Um, is how I I always interpreted that. So copies is a better word in in, this, in the sense of the the collective team members. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Those are simulation copies yep. that went back in uh-huh. the Vex network after they were rescued from it. And in like, fact, yeah. And in fact, one of those copies pops up in the uh, in the latter part of Clovis's journal, and that's that's basically yeah. what infects Clovis is a copy of uh, Doctor Sunderush, who's been twisted by, or I don't know if twisted by the Vex is the right word, but essentially she was. Uh, her purpose ha- became to serve the Vex's goal. So it's it's entirely different than um, than the traditional Sunderush that we know of from the collective team. <laughs> she she became a Terminator. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, here's here's one then. Here's one then. Is it a Sunderush from the 227 copies that went in and like from as we are as we know now? one of the, uh, like, captured or you, like, don't know what happened to them copies? Or that's, is that's it is it a I new... Think. Well, is it one of those, or is it, like, a new one? It's... I, I, if, I, if I remember well, I think that Clovis stole the, the Vex from the Ishtar Collective. I, I don't remember where I saw that. That's a fair there point. is a Vex that... Uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember. Ishtar Collective was doing experiments with a vex and the vex made make made the, have made this simu these simulations from them the, this the same simulations that is that are in the aspect yep. lore book so exactly. this vex that vex i think that clovis stole that vex i don't remember where i where i read that and used that vex to uh, to do his first researches with the radiolaria and etc. And I think that part that 
this particular Vex had this one of those simulations that became the Terminator Sunderesh. Yeah, I'm when just he hearing mixed with... it up and made his exo body <laughs> and radiolaria, his synthetic radiolaria, etc. I I, no, I I don't remember well where I read that about the Clovis stealing the the Vex body from <laughs> Star Collective. That was in the first part, first part of the Clovis in the journal. journal. Yeah, and uh, I just okay, found okay okay yeah yeah. I just found the section on Sundaresh, how, how basically Vex turned her. Um, and so I'm, I'm just going to read that it's better than trying to explain it. <laughs> Something like this happened to me. I was an explorer once, one of hundreds of myself. Then I fell into a, a trap, I think. And they drew me out with a hook and turned me inside out to see how I worked. And then they made billions of me, all of us shouting at each other, shouting for Shioma, screaming for Mother. They were looking for the right one. And then they found me. They killed all of the others. I knew I was different because the quiet made me happy. I was glad to be alone. So that's a direct quote from the Sundrush that uh, is in the Clovis journals. So basically, yeah. one of the 200 plus copies of Sundrush fell into a trap. The Vex copied her uh, after experimenting on her. And basically found the one they were looking for that they could manipulate into uh, acting on the Vex's behalf. She became, essentially became that, part of the Vex collective. That, uh, that sounds like some Seven of Nine stuff. Right? Um, from, uh, from Star Trek. But that also, that also makes, me, uh, makes me feel... That makes me feel so bad for, for this, um, this Sundaresh because I guess like her group didn't have Admiral Akbar to know when it was a trap. Oh my god! <laughs> like so many of the surviving ones did. I don't know if you guys knew that. No, that's not canon. I'm not that's not that's not anything that actually happened ever. <laughs> every every good every good group needs an Admiral Akbar. <laughs> he's, he's a military genius. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I I, yeah, I, no, I, don't know if, I don't know if you guys always uh no no let, let me do that again. Yeah. I have a question about Pahani. Okay. How yes. the hell he left the vault? <laughs> um I am a firm believer that he was only able to leave the vault. I think the vault of glass is where he found super good advice. And I think that's oh. the only way he was able to escape the simulations was by essentially having a pretty high-powered AI to help him through and see through it. It's entirely possible. Yeah, we we kind of dissected this a little bit quite a quite a long time ago, and I'm trying to remember when I came. Well, maybe maybe even <laughs> if that's not where he found it, that's that's how he got out. Like, um, yeah, yeah. No, I it, it does make sense that uh, having an AI assistant. For getting out of the vault would certainly be a huge, huge boon for for Pahamin. But uh, yeah, uh, otherwise, how else would he have gotten out of the vault? Basically, uh, he's a hunter, so he's the best. So clearly, um, that's what the he, game is. <laughs> <laughs> he could actually. Here we go. Even though, even though they came at him real hard, he could actually way out. <laughs> he was able to jump through Kabir's path the easiest with right. his triple jump. 
But yeah, seriously, it's, uh, it, it, this theory it it's interesting about the uh, super good advice because Predith mentions that Pahani was talking to himself sometimes, mm -hmm, and true. he could he could be talking with the weapon. It's very true. It, That's what I but think. But Predith wasn't aware of that. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. I never I never thought about this. So another thing to consider with a uh, with that one is I believe it's um in the super good advice lore uh lore card or maybe one of uh the later mentions Pahanan. Which speaking of Praedeth, I'm going with uh in the English version, that's how Praedeth pronounces his name. So I'm I'm keeping it. They're all correct though. I have no I have no clue how I'm supposed to say it. I'm just... <laughs> um But uh he uh he he's afraid to not have the gun with him. It's true. After he comes out, and mm -hmm. I I think I think that has to do. I think that's a reflection of how real the the Vex network can be when you're trapped inside of it. And mm -hmm. two, I think I think that speaks to the utility of the super good advice. Um, being able to uh, to get you out of there, I think it is a powerful enough AI. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's and, entirely fair. And what about Kabir? Um, he drank the milk, yo. Yeah, he... Yeah! Yeah, he drank the milk. Why he, uh, why he drank that? Maybe he wanted to become an EXO. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever talks about that part. Yeah. I, I mean, it's clear, it's clear that Asher did not want to become an EXO. But... Just saying, maybe, maybe Kabir was like, you know, what if I became one of them robot guys? <laughs> then I could get out of here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I need to drink this. Here we go. <laughs> Let's do this. I had to use. I I always feel so bad for Kabir because he he sacrifices his ghost to make the uh, the Aegis shield, mm -hmm. and he can't he can't if if he had had like if Pahanan had stuck around, they might have been able to two man it. Because then you would have had a buddy to shoot while he held the shield. Right. You can't just have the shield by yourself. You can't do anything. <laughs> well, they didn't have a warlock, though. No self-res means they couldn't counter. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I'm guessing. I'm guessing Vahanen is not a Praxic. Well, yeah, of course he's not a Praxic warlock. He's too willing. He's too willing to work with others. That's <laughs> <laughs> how I see it. But um, it's interesting. The last. The last uh... Kabir last phrase is if I'm re I'm remembering well, he says if I if I speak again, I'm not Kabir anymore. I'm one of them or something something like that. Yeah, that's yeah. I so what he what he was I... waiting what 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 he was expecting. I think to become he... a Vax to enter the Vax network. I I think he. I, I essentially needed to in order to find a create a wound in the vault of time which is what he did the creation of the uh ages uh -huh. i think in order to do that he realized he needed to essentially assimilate part of the vex into him um consuming them would be the simplest way to do so presumably yeah. 
And so that allowed him the um, the ability to see enough into the vault so that he could cr- uh, pour his light into the Aegis and create that. And yeah, see, I, I would have done a purified distillation drip. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. more safe. Yeah, much, much, much safer. Would have got because yeah, no, that that had to be the saltiest milk he ever drank. <laughs> yeah. Just so can you imagine? I, I'm trying to imagine salty milk and I'm getting sick. i <laughs> that actually sounds terrible. <laughs> and I know I know people are like, no, he just said it tasted like the sea. Like I don't think ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think it's uh yeah, at least a little chunkier, right? <laughs> At least a little, like, that is some pulpy seawater you're drinking. I hope you like to chew your sea. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's right. That's right. Um, Guys, uh, I, I think I think I'm ready to... Uh, Round it out? To, to, yeah, to, um, to, to take it into uh, some final scores. So, uh, so uh, sorry, Mr. M- Mr. The Vanguard. Um, <laughs> we, uh... We, we we do a final scoring system that literally has no scale and has whatever units you want it to be, where we'll talk about how uh, oh, interesting plausible something is or how much we think uh, like it won't happen or implausible it is. And so I can go first as an example. For me, I give this one 121 gigawatts. Which you know, if you're a time travel fan, Back to the Future. Yeah, I give it. I I've give got it the reference. Uh, well, I meant I meant for our fans, not you, sir. Sorry. <laughs> I could I could tell by the way you carry yourself in 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 Vexel or Spinfoil that you were probably oh my god a great, a great fan. probably <laughs> of Back to the Future. But um, but yeah, yeah. so um, 121 gigawatts of plausibility. Just, just completely, completely, completely. Uh, I, I, I think, yeah. You know, the, the only way that I would say this doesn't work at this point is that they have to write something specifically to say that that's wrong. Uh, in my view, like so, yeah. This has this has total, total possibility from from my from my perspective. So yeah, do you want to take it? Do you want to give it a stab, or do you want to you want to have bagels go first so you can? Potentially one up him if you if you so choose. Bagels first. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I I feel uh, like around <laughs> eighty one plausibility seems seems appropriate. I think it's very plausible that this the that Praetith is simultaneously uh, is existing in also. And um, my my biggest cause of concern there is if we find out that the Vault of Glass or Vex, how the Vex actually time travel works than than we think. Uh, specifically, if the Vault of Glass isn't like, a, isn't specifically uh, like a congruence of all timelines uh, overlapping on one, one another in a single spot, then it kind of blows a hole into that theory, uh, whereas Praetith probably wouldn't be overlapping himself quite like that. I don't know exactly how they would reveal that it works alternatively, but uh, the, that that's probably my biggest concern theory because otherwise it makes a lot of sense that if there's if the vault is a confluence of time and we've got multiple Praetus existing simultaneously, probably all all doing different 
things at the same time and trying to escape, trying to survive all, all different aspects of what uh, escaped prisoner or uh, a prisoner would be att- attempting to do to try to escape. So, yeah. I can dig it. Dig it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> How about so you, my good sir? I, I, okay, I give. Um, let me see. Two hundred twenty-seven point ninety-seven. <laughs> Terminator Sunderesh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I find the theory totally plausible and. I can agree with both of you guys with your points, but I really don't want that this theory becomes true only to Bungie. Put Predith in the game to kill to kill him when he gets out of his prison. Please don't do that. Please, Bungie, don't do that. If anyone from Bungie are listening to that, don't do that. Please, please don't kill Predith. I... I really want I really want to take him to the tower so he can see the traveler again. It's a it's a one of his wishes. He wants to see the traveler again. So let's let's yeah. let's us do this. What what if he's been gone so long that the traveler, even though it's been healed, is more beat up than when he last saw it? And he'll be like, What happened to the bottom? Did you guys shoot the bottom? What happened to the bottom? How does that Oh my god, what have you done to the traveler? Oh my god. And we're like, you you should have been here a few weeks ago. It's really <laughs> Oh you Someone at the time, oh he he hadn't the season pass. Yeah. <laughs> He's new light. He's new light. He doesn't know. He's a new light, huh? <laughs> and he hasn't been here since since uh you know the alpha. It's <laughs> the last time he played. Yeah. Oh, that's. I think that. And I think that's, that's the most. I think that's the most Terminator Sunderesh as anyone has ever given any score. <laughs> I think it's entirely fair. I think it's a. It's a good number. I. I just picked the number from the volative lore from aspect lore book. Sure, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, that's amazing. Um, so, and I think that's also the number of, it's also the number of, uh, copies, 227 yeah. original, original Ishtar copies. So yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But instead of those guys, it's all Terminator Sunderesh's. <laughs> I just imagine however we fight Terminator Sunderesh, I hope it's something stupid, like this super like Terminator, like T-1000, like amazing body, but it's just like a TV for a head and like her face. <laughs> Just like on the TV screen, just like making stupid faces at us, like sticking her tongue out and being like, "Yeah, you're you're with 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 the with the body of that uh, heavy frame from Rasputin." Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. But like television for a head, Maya Sundarish face on the screen at all times. That would that would make me. That would make me happy. Or she could, or she could be a brig with the television at his belly. Oh, oh! What about what about the giant brig, the commodore, the oh, big yeah. one that you fight? Oh my yeah, God. <laughs> she's just angry. Like, why don't I have a neck in this body? Smash! 
that's 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 how I imagine it going down. Uh, oh man, well, awesome. Um, so thank you, thank you so much. Um, as as we wind down here, uh, for, for being on the show. For anyone who, um, you know, might not have run into you before, listening to you on our show, like where where might they know you from, and where can they find you? <laughs> bon. Um. Well, um, I I like to use Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, but Twitter is my Twitter is my home. It's where I chat. It's where I I I like to talk about the theories, about the lore, about destiny in general. And my handle is dvanguardbr from Brazil, and that's it. That's it. Um, he's being very, very humble right now. He um, is a big streamer. He started the uh, first Brazilian um, sort of like lore log uh, database. And he was one of the uh, content creators that Bungie invited uh, to the uh, the big powwow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with, <laughs> with, with, uh, with the likes of uh, my name is Bife and Datto and and uh, I'm sure plenty of names that you're familiar with. So like uh, he's he's selling himself oh, very no. very short. Um, and I uh, I, I yeah it, I I can't I can't sing I can't sing your praises enough, sir. Like you uh, you stream too, right? Yeah, I I like to do streams uh, three days a week. And my handle, my handle is pretty, pretty much the same on every media I, I'm on. Uh, the Vanguard BR on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and I, I believe that. Yeah, that's it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much for being here. Um, do do you have any shoutouts that you would like to shout out? I would like to shout out first of all you guys for calling me oh, here. It's an honor you. to be here. It's my first it's my first English podcast. My English is terrible. I know. Dude. It's not my mother so language well. and, and no, no, I, I, I know that I didn't. You but really did. I've done I, I, I did my best. I hope that you guys understand everything i said and mm-hmm. i'm sorry about my my yeah. accent my you don't my be, english don't, don't be, don't be, don't be. no need to you, apologize okay. you, you speak yeah yeah you speak english so well please no like take take it take it from take it from the native american speaker not oh, no, native <laughs> period american speaker not native american speaker i'm not i'm not okay. but like the native english speaker like you you uh, do a fantastic job. You come across very uh, clearly and eloquently, and uh, I, I, I really did. You should have way more confidence in yourself. Second, fully. Oh, yeah. Thank, thank, thank for those words, man. Uh, <laughs> no I, would li- I would like to shoot out my community in Brazil. I, I think that some of them gonna listen. They nice. were asking. Asking me about the podcast, I, I I talked about it on my stream that you guys invited me. So expect some audience from Brazil. Oh, and dude! Like, shout out to them. They are 
very loyal fans, uh, a very happy fan base, and they like to engage in different medias, in different languages. And awesome. I would like to shout out Bungie for this amazing expansion, Beyond Light. It seems that we are playing a new game, but it's still, it's still, but it's still Destiny. You can mm -hmm. see Destiny there, but it's better. And to all, and a last shout out to shout out to all Destiny fans around the world that just like to play, just like to listen to some lore, just like to debate some lore, and like us. And that's it. I want to mirror that uh, so much uh, in, uh, on behalf of uh, myself and the show. Uh, really, really so, so kind of you to, uh, to uh, think of us. And um, <clears throat> um, earlier when, uh, when we were speaking uh, before, before the podcast to, uh, to compare us uh, to so many accomplished uh, people in the lore community, uh, like I said, then like, you know, I, I, I don't know if we've, if we've learned that yet, but uh, we're working on it and very, very honored to, to be thought of um, to any of, uh, to any of um, Edson's fans who are listening to us to the first time. Welcome guys. We really appreciate you giving us a listen. Uh, Engage us uh, however you want. We'll do our best uh, to uh, to bridge whatever gaps we have to. We we uh, we love having you here. So uh, so thanks for uh, for dropping in. Definitely definitely want to give a big welcome to uh, to anyone um, that that uh, we have here by way of uh, your streams and uh, out of curiosity that that means a lot to us. Thanks thank you so much for uh, for sending them our way. That's that's been my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would like to give a shout out to. Uh, number one, our guest. Like, thank you, thank you so much again. Not to not to be a, uh, a you know a broken record about it, but uh, you know I really really loved having you here. We'll definitely be inviting you back. Uh, so be prepared, be excited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, you know um, in in our country we're having a lot of spikes right now. Um, over the last few weeks, uh, since the election, the election and all the various like rallies and uh, and demonstrations that that came along with that, um, and I just want to give a shout out to everyone. And I haven't done this before. I want to give a shout out to all of our healthcare workers out there who are working at beyond capacity, beyond what they yeah. were ever signing up for. I think in their head, and doing it uh thank uh, you know i think i think in by and large part uh not thanklessly but not getting the amount of thanks that they deserve so i i'm just gonna send my my whole heart uh out out that way right now um while we uh especially as uh things get colder here we are uh while dealing with that also worrying about uh how we can you know house some of our less fortunate and uh there's worries about uh you know, creating like uh, spread pockets uh, through shelter, and it, it's a, it's a, it's just a big concern right now. So, shout out to everyone uh, working through and working on that too, and trying to keep everyone safe through the winter. Uh, bagels, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got, you got, yeah. Uh, I want to echo pretty much everything you said. Thank, you, especially, especially to our guests because you've been fantastic. Um, yeah, uh, concerns about your concerns about uh, your English are completely unwarranted you you have been fantastic today so um uh I, I also wanted to give a shout out to bungie for the fantastic lore drops uh 
just uh, just read through Immolent yesterday, and I'm looking forward to the second part of that because I'm sure there's going to be more more on that coming. <laughs> based on the fact that this was part one. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) looking forward to that. Um, And then uh, another shout out to um, the Clannies, uh, Tommy's Ghosts, and the Tenchet. Just on the basis, uh, launch launch night, we had like 10 or 12 of us just um, in in call all together. And it was a madhouse. (laughs) It was fantastic. And the ghosts have grown. Uh-huh. The ghosts have grown since <laughs> since then. I think we're we're like at least twice our number. Yeah. Which it, I won't it. say how big we are because it's a secret. <laughs> you never know how many of us there are. <laughs> yeah, no, we we've been growing over the past past week and it's it's been fantastic just hanging out with everybody and I look forward to more with, with you guys. And yeah, yeah. That's that's my shout out. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Um nice. you know, you can uh, you can find um, the the show here on Twitter at uh, Spinfoil Theory. If you would like to write into us, you can email us uh, spinfoiltheory at gmail.com. If you want to at me on Twitter personally, you can find me at this is Red Leader L I T R E, and that's all one word. Um, and honestly, uh, you can at at us in in any three of those. Uh, if you have any theories uh, that you've come up with, if you have any theories that uh, you know maybe we haven't talked about yet, and you uh, you are curious as to you know what our thoughts are, um, we will respond in some way. We promise. Uh, usually, it'll be via recording or email or both. But uh, yeah, we, we we promise we will get to you. It's not like we're you know uh, it, we're doing this. That that's a large part of why we're doing it. So we just want to put out there, like, you you will be read, you will be responded to, you will be engaged because uh, we really appreciate you taking the time. So. I think part of the part of this is the open format. And yeah, everybody to be feel included. Yeah, we actually actually bagels. Uh, was it episode after this one? We'll have one to read. We just got another one Ooh, from Not nice. Arc. Yeah. yeah. So that uh, <laughs> we we have a we have a pretty sweet one. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it away. I'm gonna leave the mystery <laughs> hat on that for now. But uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna have fun, uh, fun talking about that one with you. But uh, but yeah. So uh, with that, everyone, thank you so much for dropping by. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and uh, stay safe. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 <laughs> That's the end of this week's topic. But be sure to check out our past and future episodes on Spotify, iTunes, and Podbean. If you have any questions about this week's topic, want to discuss Destiny Lore with us, or if you just feel like reaching out to us, you can find us on Twitter at SpinfoilTheory, or you can email us via SpinfoilTheory at gmail.com. Thanks for listening! The Lore Network.